You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to today's show of Locked on ACC. I'm so glad you guys are back yet again. I know it's the first week of a brand new slate of hosts, and I have with me today from Locked on Boston College, none other than AJ Black, who is going to help me get through today's show. A lot of good content to talk about, but first, let me remind you guys that with amazing selection and reliably low prices, Rock Auto has all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. AJ, how is your week going so far? It's, as I was saying before the show, Candice, my life is crazy right now, but I'm so excited about this. I was just telling a couple of my friends, I was like, you know, I, I've got a new podcast coming out with a great co-host called Locked on ACC. Um, I've been telling all my, my viewers and listeners about it. And yes, I want to say to the listeners of Locked on ACC, Boston College is actually an ACC school. <laughs> Do people not think that? or is that Oh my God. <laughs> like, so let me just give you a little background info. So I, I write for BC... I, I write a little bit about uh, BC for bcbulletin.com, um, part of the Fan Nation and Sports Illustrated Network. And I I have like all, my tweet deck open, right? And I have a Boston College tab where it just like gets the keywords and I can find recruiting news. Also, it's a good stuff to kind of, you know, start me on certain topics I'm looking at. Yeah. And earlier, I mean, like for the last like three years, half of it is fans saying Boston College is not a real ACC school. Kick mm-hmm. Boston College out of the ACC. We're not a real program. They're not a real school, blah, blah, blah. blah. It, 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 it literally is like half of that feed. And I'm wow. like, BC is a real program. Give them a break. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy because yesterday's show, I had Tyler Aki from Locked on Syracuse, and he was saying and reminding folks that Syracuse was actually in the ACC. And I'm like, is this a thing? Because... <laughs> You know, I'm, of course, biased in with North Carolina was covering the Tar Heels for so long that, yeah, I, I could see why there's a little angst between like beyond the three, the NC States, the Dukes and the Carolinas, it gets a little dicey, maybe throwing a little Wake Forest in there. And then you're like, oh, there's other schools beyond North Carolina state schools. So I, I get that. But, you know, Boston College, of course, I mean, you've got some legends from BC that, of course, have made some noise in the ACC. All of those things are going to be talked about today because there is one person who probably I know we're not harping on it a lot today but if there's any school that has no business it's Notre Dame so I don't even know why everyone's acting like Boston College and Syracuse shouldn't be in the mix yeah you, you get Notre Dame who sh- wants to be you know you know they dip their toes in the ACC they want to like you know be part of all the other programs in sports but not football they get in for a year and then they, they peace out so I, you know I, I I've always said I I would love to see the and I, t- I know you talked about it on one of your other shows uh the the the, the divisions realign and get like that old Big East division so you have like your Syracuse your Pitt your Virginia Tech Miami and um and Boston College and then get your old school like the Tobacco Road on the other division and that way you get kind of a mix and and you get like that Big East feel on one side and you get the old ACC on the other. I feel like that would work. I'm not sure though. 
Yeah, for sure. I think that it's just, it's an, it's interesting who is added, who's deleted. And, you know, I, I remember the days when Maryland was a part of the ACC. Like, I feel yep. like I'm like that old, right? So it's such an interesting conversation. But I will say some new faces that we have to the ACC market is Commissioner Jim Phillips. He is now the guy who's leading the charge. And I would love to know your initial thoughts because it's been an interesting time for the conference and a lot of things have happened, a lot of shakeups. And he's doing his current ACC world tour right going around the yep. different universities and what are your initial thoughts about Jim because I said definitely have some of my of my own so I feel like he's got more work in front of him than me he may not he may even realize at this mm. point right so you've got you got the ACC and and first of all when everyone thinks about the ACC you, you look at football because that's obviously what like the marquee sport so it's the big money sport you and so? you got and yeah, Clemson, obviously everyone just talks about Clemson, but then when everyone else talk, you know, f- football fans, the media, when they talk about the ACC, it's like there's Clemson and then there's everyone else. Hmm. So I think like Phillips needs to work on building up the ACC portfolio to build up this, this, these group of schools so that the ACC on paper, especially in football, looks as good as like the sec and to do that they've got to fix that call co- that television contract my gosh i was just doing some research before the show and i was looking at because i've heard you know little rumblings here and there about you know the acc has a poor you know co- contract with espn and they're they're the pooch is screwed because they are you know locked in they're in a 20-year contract that they signed I think like five or six years ago that is going to put the ACC behind almost every conference in the country in terms of the money given out to every member school. And they're miles behind the SEC and big 10 at this point. And they're going to slip behind the big 12 and the pack pack 10s a mess. But you're you, so basically what the ACC and what Jim Phillips needs to do is he needs to figure out how to get out of that contract because he needs to, to renegotiate with ESPN to get that money because you need to get more money out to, to, to schools so that, you know, you, you get schools like UNC that can afford more, you know, higher paying coaches or, or NC state or any of these other schools so that they can get more money into their programs. Cause you, you, you think of like college sports, you think, Oh, they've got all this unlimited money, but it's not that simple. And I think that co- television contract is the biggest thing that Jim Phillips is going to have to work on. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting that you think football is one of the more premier sports. When I think ACC, I just automatically go to basketball. (laughs) It's it's because Boston College has been so irrelevant for... (laughs) 15 years now I, I i can't even get people to read my stuff or listen to my podcast when i talk about basketball but i get your point You're, you you do bring up a good point there you do have the spiciness though of the coaching change in mid-season for boston college that was a good you know eye grab I'm not gonna lie i hope they read i hope people read that part of the article but at least. oh yeah <laughs> well Jim Christian was a dead coach walking at that point. You know, I remember getting a call from BC after the 2020 season when they went like 13 and 20 something. Mm -hmm. And I had, I had the, I had the post rewritten and I was ready to talk about it. I was like, you know, Jim Christian's fired after six seasons, blah, blah, blah. And they called me. They're like, he's coming back. And I'm like, what? (laughs) He had a 33% winning percentage going into last year. I'm like, okay. And they're like, we were going to fire him, but COVID kind of screwed everything up. And, that kind of left, you know, that kind of let put them in a tough position. So, yeah. <laughs> but basketball, we, we've we've got a South Carolina guy and Earl Grant coming down, coming up to um, 
to hopefully fix Boston College basketball. Listen, and next week I have prefaced our audience every single day this week. The transfer portal thing and how teams can definitely shake and get better is definitely a conversation that I want to have. And I want to j- dive into my thoughts and opinions on Jim because I agree with you. I do think there are things, you know, TV contract, maybe not, but I think when it comes to just in general, your presence, a lot of a lot of situations we haven't really seen Jim. I don't even know. I couldn't point him in a lineup, right? But then we had Swaffer where I would, you know, I know him through and through, and not just because of the Carolina Club. Carolina connection, but just because he seemed to be, you know, wanting to be a figurehead and a face for the conference where Jim's just kind of like, oh, I'm going to throw out a statement every now and again. And, you know, it probably won't be the best statement in the world, but here we are. But when it comes to football space, I will say it is Clemson and everybody else. And maybe, you know, switching up those divisions might be one thing or two. We'll, let's talk about that in a second. First, you guys know that rockauto.com is a family business serving auto park customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Manufacturers. The catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car or vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all our parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? So you got Candace and AJ here on today's episode talking all things ACC more importantly got Jim Phillips conversation and I think that of course ACC can be on a grander scale and when you talk about football it's funny you mentioned ACC trying to get in the conversation I've asked this question from all of my guys this week when it comes to NFL draft is a are the AC is the ACC trying to chase the SEC and will it ever get there because I think if you can be your own conference you know you get some solid players you got Trevor Lawrence in the pick I don't think they hyped him up enough for what the SEC does around their players I feel like the ACC kind of missed the mark when it came to making Trevor like the figurehead or do you think I mean you could say that they did that plenty yeah I I I thought the ACC could have done more you know Trevor Lawrence is a um he he's a generational player right you know he's a guy that he's got the face he does you know when, when you see a picture of him, you know exactly who he is. Yeah. And I feel like the ACC could have used him more to kind of hype up the conference. Right. Um, and, and especially during draft days, I, I, I you know, and, and I was hoping to, to get more from that. And I, and I didn't feel like it was there I and mean, that's okay. But I feel like the ACC, you know, when you have a position like this, where you have a guy that is like the figurehead of a big NFL draft, you got to slam that home. And I don't know how they could have done more with it, but I felt like they should have Candace. Like a commercial, a hair flip. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like give us the fact that you have two ACC guys going to the same organization when Travis Etienne, like give us some, like there were multiple, you know, situations that that regard. And of course there are the SEC making, you know, hammering that home, but like you could have given us something there with some love. I think the social teams missed the, the marketing scheme, missed the market. As soon as he declared, you could have done something a head and shoulders ACC tie. Like we anything, anything to make the ACC more of like this is why you should consider it because you've got DJ right there coming behind him, who's going to probably be just as explosive, if not more, right? In a couple of years when he goes, you got yeah. Sam Howell that you get the Heisman, the Heisman Howell watch. Like there's so many opportunities. And hell, I've been talking about Phil Jerkovich thinking that. 
day. He is going to be somebody, you know, he's a big dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's a quarterback worth watching. He's certainly on the 2022 list for quarterbacks who could make a name for themselves. But why do you think that the ACC still is such a second fiddle to SEC type level talent or even just not even talent, but just in terms of getting guys consistently to the NFL? It, I think it has to start with recruiting. I think you got to go all the way back, right? Yeah. So I, I know UNC and Florida State are doing a great job of, of improving that. Um, I thought Mike Norvell and Mac, Mac Brown have done a nice job of um, getting their, their, their level of recruiting up to where it could, it could battle a Georgia or a Florida. But I feel like when you look at the SEC, right, and you're looking at SEC football, you have this upper stratosphere that would I would feel at this point dominate anyone at B, at uh, the ACC, right? So you have the Georgia, the Floridas, the Texas A&Ms, you know, Texas A&M beat UNC pretty bad. I know UNC didn't have their full roster, but you, yeah. you have all these teams that are really strong. And I think the ACC needs to get that next that next tier after Clemson to, to build up. Mm-hmm. And that used to be Florida State, but, you know, they've fallen off the planet and Miami hasn't been relevant in like 15, 20 years. And so there's got to be some teams and, and, and to build that up. And I feel like UNC right now is probably the best chance to do that. And then you have these other schools that are battling to get there, but they all have a lot of work to do. And um, until they do, you're going to see the SEC, you know, p- pounding their chest saying that, that we're the best conference. And there's not really much you can say to them because they kind of are. <laughs> and you know, it's <laughs> funny because you mentioned the UNC Texas A&M game and not for nothing, everybody counted UNC out and solely for the fact that it's UNC, not because Texas A&M is like exponentially better, but when you look and put SEC, ACC head to head and not giving Carolina any credit, just even the opt-out, there was, and the fact that Carolina even stayed in the game, people were like, oh my gosh, so you are absolutely right when there's just a different outlook and a different vantage point that people hold the ACC to the SEC. But I also, we were mentioning this week, the fact that certain clubs had more guys in the draft than they did, you know, when it comes to how they finish in the ACC regular season. And the fact that Pitt had six guys, who would have thought? I, I certainly wouldn't have. Yeah, no. But, <laughs> right? You had certain guys who put in a certain level. And we were talking yesterday about Babers having some guys in the, in the draft. And when it comes to AC and recruiting and trying to get guys to the NFL, and I would just love your you know, personal opinion on it. How much so is it like, listen, I could finish fifth in the ACC as long as I go to the draft. I really don't care. Or do you think there's still this need to win an ACC championship and try to get to college football playoffs and beyond? I mean, I think that some of these kids, uh, you know, the, the lure of the SEC is going to pull them away from the ACC every time. And I feel like that is, 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 is a brand battle more than anything right now right so you get you get kids that want to go to alabama they want to go to florida they want to go to georgia because they know they have the brand the sec it just means more Mm -hmm. and the acc it's like you could play for clemson and you're that top tier recruit the ones that's going to be first round draft picks or you're going to play for pitt you know syracuse and you're going to be second fiddle all year and so and for elite elite recruits that is, that's tough. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to, they want that chance to battle. And if they're not, if they're in a program that doesn't historically have that or have a realistic opportunity to do that, I mean, I cover a team that they don't statistically have a big chance of beating Clemson ever. 
um, you're, they're going to go look at other schools. And that's how ACC football continually gets beat by the SEC. And I, and I feel like it's something that could change. It's just, I don't see it happening for a while. And I hate being so down. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's a two to three, maybe even four star. I would, okay. Two to three star recruits who have to do their homework. You have to see that a pit took six guys in the draft this season, right? You have to go and find the fact that they are historically great. You know, people who attended Carolina or right. the NC States of the world, like you have to do your due diligence. Hell, you would have to know that Duke even has a football program and like, you know, you can get a dual degree and still, right. Go to the league. So I think it's definitely more homework based and people who are hungrier on a different level for the ACC. I think the flashiness of the SEC is different. I can give you a, a, an example of how that, 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 um, that narrative is changing a little bit. Right. So mm-hmm. I'll give you a Boston college example. So Boston college hires Jeff Halfley. Who's the, uh, he was the defensive coordinator for Ohio state. Yeah. He has a huge history. I mean, he coached Richard Sherman. He coached Darrell Revis. So defensive backs know who he is. Right. Um, he gets to Boston college and the first year he's not even allowed to meet with people because of the, the COVID concerns. He goes out and he, he actually was able to flip a top hundred recruit from Florida because of his knowledge of the defensive back position. The kid knew that, Hey, Jeff Halfley knows about being a defensive back. I have a chance to get to the, to the NFL at this level. I'm going to go with the guy that can coach me and get me there more than I'm going to go to a team that could win the sec, but I'm going to be like third fiddle. I could get overlooked. So you can see like there's opportunities at each school for these types of things to happen. It's just, it's not as, you know, throughout the program as maybe a school like Alabama or, um, or Georgia. No doubt. And listen, I think the ceiling is the roof for Coach Halfley. I feel like they could have beaten Carolina this past season. And he's definitely oh, my watch. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's on my watch list for like teams that are being slept on. They're going to make a big leap. I, I definitely have that feeling. Now, I want to switch gears as we kind of round out the show today. I want to make sure that we tap into some conversations, maybe a little more toward basketball. I know it's not your thing, but I I got to hear some opinions. I We had a good yep. conversation yesterday about some retirement that I just feel like we need to, I would love to know what you think AJ but first you guys know that baseball is in full swing I don't know if you're a big baseball fan but let me tell you you've got some seriously good matchups dog days of summer are right ahead as well and listen NBA NHL the playoffs are right around the corner don't get get yourself slipping you got to go to betonline.ag so much sports action make sure you go to your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for what could be some really good championship runs betonline your online sportsbook experts now it's a little off cut because you know of course, we, uh, I like to throw in some random things and based on how the week's going, there's always a good time to throw in some questions. Yesterday, we were talking about retirement watch and we said Jim Beheim is starting to get that old crass kind of, you know, takes and throwing things out there in the wall. And I said, maybe it's just that time. Like Roy retired. I had to process that. I cried on my show. I'm not going to hold you. I definitely cried because I was mm-hmm. just not prepared because he, it was, it was nostalgic. Like I, the only thing I know about Carolina basketball is Roy Williams. So like, I'm not, I wasn't prepared. And so having him go, and then you think about Boston College and kind of coming in new, 
tides could be changing for ACC basketball. Like Coach Hamilton is not going to be able to be the top dog at Florida State much longer. Coach K is going to have to let it go one of these days. Do you ever see the shift where it's going to be anybody's game in the ACC champion or ACC conference? Do you think that that's kind of what it is now, where it could be anybody's tournament, or is it still kind of top heavy and then everybody else? So. I'm going to preface this by taking Boston College out of this conversation at this point <laughs> because they're just not there yet. I think the ACC has enough talented uh, programs that that could be the case. Mm. And there, you know, you have, you know, if you took out the Coach K and unfortunately Roy Williams and you got, you know, and some of these teams had to go back a little bit, you have teams like Louisville, Pitt, Georgia Tech. Even Wake Forest, I thought, I, I think Steve Forbes is an excellent coach. And I think he's going to get that program back up. I, I, I could see the ACC having, you know, if you, you get one team in basketball, it's so different. You get one superstar recruit to one team. All of a sudden, the, the conference is on its, on its side and there's a new team that's leading everything. Right. So I could see that. I think the ACC top to bottom could be a very, very good conference in basketball. And, um, you know, some of the old, uh, the old guard might have to move on before that happens, but I could definitely see it coming down the line. Yeah. And I honestly, I enjoy fresh change. I think that's the same way I kind of feel about football. I will enjoy when Clemson is no longer the only top team in the conversation. I think we need to do away with the Atlantic and the coastal divisions. I hate them. Amen. (laughs) I feel like the Atlantic gets screwed every year. I feel bad. I'm like, at least with the coastal, like it's always up in the air. You never know what you're going to get, but the Atlantic Boston College has to go to Death Valley for the third year in a row this year. (laughs) You know why, right? Like, it's like, absolutely, why? At this point, you know, I mean, like, Commissioner Phillips, we got to have a conversation. All you had to do is change it. You could, I mean, they could change the schedule. I know they had to change it last year. Just just have them come to Chestnut Hill this year. Listen, there's still time. There's absolutely still time. I think there's just a point where you want to see more competition and you're really going to be like, okay, who deserves to be in the ACC championship? I don't want it to just be Clemson and everybody else and vying for a spot. I think it would be fun, kind of like we saw this past season, just, you know, screwed Notre Dame, whatever. But if you had an opportunity just to see everyone battling it out, I think it might make for a better time for all parties involved. So that's my spiel on it. But again, I remind you guys that next week, got to talk a little bit about this transfer portal because it is crazy. Now, while Boston College can receive some great people to come in and help the team out, you've got guys who are going to Auburn's of the world and going to other places. And the ACC is looking like, okay, this might not be the basketball mecca of home. And I, I'm very curious as to where some of these guys think that they're going if they think they're going better than ACC. Yeah, I mean, BC had six or seven guys enter the transfer portal, which, you know, with the coaching change doesn't seem that odd. But when every other team in the conference has the exact same thing happening to them, um, it's it's going to be a crazy season. And and I, I you, we have to wait, wait for all the chips to fall yeah. in terms of recruiting and transfer portal before we can even look at it and go, oh, this team's going to be a favorite next year. Or this team's going to be a favorite because we have no clue what teams look like at this point. Like Syracuse is a mess. Where BC's a mess. You know, everyone's got like a million roster spots open and there's like 1600 kids in the transfer portal that that's that's a lot of balls in the air at this point you know 100 percent. and i'm very like what do you do where do you go there it's so many things not adding up i i hate it for guys who think they are going something better they end up like kind of shooting themselves yep. in the foot so i would love to dive into that next week but make sure you guys download subscribe to the podcast from anywhere aj can you please remind folks of where they can find you and follow your work personally 
Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Candice. Um, I'm on Locked On Boston College. It's a daily Boston College podcast if you like the BC Eagles or if you want to hear why I think Boston College is going to be a team on the rise this year and could be a top 25 football program, check out my podcast. You can hear me uh, talk about all that good stuff. I'm also the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. It's a part of the Fan Nation and Sports Illustrated Network. Um, I have all sorts of Boston College and I'll have ACC uh, coverage throughout the summer. So check that out as well. I'm on Twitter at LockedOnBC and at AJBlack underscore BC. No doubt. And again, if you guys want to hear very up-to-date news on all of your favorite sports, make sure you get download Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Again, all things sports related and giving you the top stories of the day. We appreciate y'all's time. We hope you come back again next week and come back tomorrow because we got another new host. You know, we got all five hosts with me. I'm just so excited to have so many different people to talk to. It's so much better than talking to myself every single day. And I'm sure you guys appreciate having the different voices come along with me. For Candace and AJ, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And until next time, happy Thursday. You are locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.